Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Talk Recorded live. Hello, Erin. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Good. How are you feeling? Um, a little tired today, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't that a bad thing? Cause then, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, just, it's been a little busy, so last couple of weeks. Like a lot of people at the clinic and so on, or just too many um, other things no. going on? We had a um a Girl Scout tea party event on Sunday that I, I was helping run, so that's just very physical and very good, but just a lot of work. Yeah, so it's a it's a, a personal thing that you that you do. Yeah, yeah, it was like a Girl Scout event. Oh, I see. Wow, so is this one for your for your stepchildren or? Yeah, yeah, for uh, my stepdaughter. Well, that's wonderful of you. Um, is it fun? Yeah, no, it's fun. It's just it's just a lot of work. That's all. It's it's just tiring. Of, I'm still kind of recovering from that. <laughs> managing little kids and well, not little, right? Another little, are they? No, they're like um, well, some of them are younger, but most yeah, I would say between maybe like seven to fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But it's a <laughs> a lot yeah. of work. I can see how that would be a lot of work. Yeah. So. How are you? I'm doing really well, actually. Thank you. Yeah. I'm I'm very very happy that it's such a gorgeous day. I'm oh really yeah. Happy about it. So I've been using my outdoor um, outdoor office. I'm coming in because it's going to be noisy. So I'm like, I love it. I have I have a space that I'm just like outdoors. And they can do my calls from there, so that's how I was. Yeah, yeah, I almost sat outside, but I wasn't sure if it'd be too loud or not. So, no, it's more it's it's more about uh, feeling like you have a good space, and you can just if you need yeah. to say something out loud, but you won't feel subconscious. I don't know, you know, what is your yeah. uh, your yard your backyard setting or your out outdoor setting? 
Is that what you feel comfortable doing then? Um, possibly. I think it just depends on if my neighbor's out or not. So. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so tell me what has how has it been the last? Well, we have talked. We talked like two weeks ago, right? I know. Um, it's been. I don't know. It's been up and down. It's. Uh, I saw my mom and a couple of my aunts maybe two weekends ago, and that was kind of rough because I think I felt very raw and open from the mm-hmm. EFT training. And so then after that, I kind of was like, all right, you need to kind of protect yourself a little because you're not going to be able to deal with things right away. So don't, you know, I don't. And then so my mom came actually this past weekend and it was better. Um, okay. Because what what happened was like, yeah, you know, I have to say uh, family is where like, you know, you do a lot of work and then you go back to your family and you see what remains to be done. So to meet with them right away, are they, the patterns a little triggering? Yeah. 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 Well, part of it was um, one of my aunts, um, She's the oldest of all. That my mom, my mom has like four sisters, I think, or three sisters and two brothers, mm-hmm. and um, the oldest. And she, she just kind of made a comment while I was there and said, "Oh, are you ever coming home to visit?" Um, and it was a very like guilt-ridden comment. And I didn't even, I didn't answer her because I was like, "Well, what am I supposed to say to that? Really, you know, there's no good answer." So, so your, your, uh, the oldest aunt said that to you. Are you coming? Yeah. Home? Yeah. Okay. So, and it was kind of like I'm only here for a couple hours. I'm not sure why you have to put in those mean digs. And like that's, I just feel like with that family, sometimes it's always this kind of don't get above yourself. And uh, I don't know. This is kind of mean digs sometimes. Like, yeah. So tell me, what is it that? What did it feel like when she said that? It was like why, like because she, uh, what it was felt she? like one. I don't know. It's between, between her and my cousin, who's her daughter, actually. Um, my cousin also was being rude, and like we were having dinner, and my mom was doing something, and I asked her to stop, um, and my cousin took it at, upon herself to tell me how I was why can't you just relax and you're so conservative and like it was just uh, unnecessary like for her to be saying these things. And again, it just made me feel like if if I don't act the way, if I don't accept how loose and um, I don't even know the word exactly, uncouth, unclassy or like if I'm not loud and obnoxious like them, then I'm telling them that they're mm. too much or they're, you know, and I'm not saying anything. It's like they don't like that I'm an introvert. They are very uncomfortable with it and take it as I'm being a snob. Um, and I'm okay. ignoring them. So. Okay. So it's, it's interesting. So you being, you're perceived as, um, so you're an introvert, and instead of respecting that, they want you to be like them. Right. And well, they just take offense is... to it. And there's, you know, I, if I don't say something to them, I'm being offensive. If I say something to them, I feel like, I, I don't know, it doesn't come across well for some reason. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. It's almost like you, don't, you have no way out. No. Well, and that's, that's like my aunt's comment. It was, there's a no way out comment. It was kind of like, you're telling me that I'm a terrible daughter. I don't come and visit the family. Um, and you're just going to say that out loud to me in front of other people. And, yeah, there's no response. What, do I, what are you supposed to say to that? So this is, I'm, I'm, um, this is, this is what I would like to, to share with you. If for you, because it's interesting, what she, did she literally ask, are you coming home to visit? Is that what she asked? Or was there more to the question? It wasn't asking. No, it wasn't a question. It was a, a dig. It was a, you know, you never come home and visit. Okay. And the funny so thing you... is, yeah, and the funny thing is I do come, I have been visiting my my parents and my sisters. I haven't seen her in a long time. Okay. okay. And and because it's like so this goes back what I would love to identify, since you know, you know that the lingo. So um there is this this discomfort and these um almost like um a barrier for you to communicate and to be actually more than a barrier to communicate for you to fully be yourself. But I said, would you say that that is like the simple version of what may be going on? That it's hard for you to fully be yourself in every situation? Yeah. Okay. So if that were the tabletop, right? Um, I would love to identify what are the thicker legs of that table because this aunt is one of them but I'm wondering if she's one of the thicker ones or, or not really no she's, she's one of the smaller yeah. ones um, right yeah and I would love for us to tackle the, those thick ones so when she actually says something like this again you could say something like you know, and this is my this would be something that I would love for you to to be able to say at some point. Say, you know, you never come home to visit, and you say, well, you know, I'm I'm really busy, and uh, and the truth is that family it's it hasn't been that uh, easy to be around for me. That what? Sorry, say that again. And family has not been that easy for me to be around. Uh. <laughs> Now is that is that true? That yeah, that's true. Um, Do you feel that that is offensive? Oh, that would be offensive to them. Yes, because they would feel like they're not. And and it, would it be so? My 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 hope would be that at that problem, at that uh, moment, at that time, it would be like you know, and you know either that you do go because you enjoy it or you don't go and you're able to say, you know, family is not always easy to be around. Yeah. Or I, you know, or I don't feel like I could fully, you know, I don't feel really that it's, it's you know, I can fully be myself. Maybe it's more about that, you know, well, that's, I just realized it's a better statement instead of saying family is not, not easy to be around. It's like I don't have an easy time being around the family. I don't feel like I can be myself around the family. Yeah, that would be more true. Right. Yeah. And less about... Less about them and more about, yeah. you know, stating your truth. And to that, there's nothing they can say. It's like, 
you know, I, I don't feel like I can be myself or I don't feel comfortable around the family. Uh, they could, they, she could come back and say, well, you know, because maybe there's something wrong with you. And you can say, maybe you're right. Yeah, I was thinking of it in the moment. Like, of course. I, and I think I, I felt very frustrated because I felt like I can see what's wrong, but I don't know what to say back. I don't, in the moment, yeah. feel like I know either what yeah. to say back and then it's hard to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so because of that, we're going to do some practice together. We're going to actually, after addressing those sick, wall, those sick um, legs that are at the core of not being in touch with yourself, because what has happened is that along the way, you internalize the way that you were seeing and their judgments, and you shut down to yourself. So it would be wonderful to just allow that little girl to feel that she totally deserves to be who she is. And that's the best thing that she can be and the best thing that she can do. But are you are you willing to give her permission? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> And, and it, I have to tell you that it, this process doesn't necessarily have to be painful, okay? It could be really fun, especially connecting with her and really giving her permission to be who she wants to be. And recognizing and acknowledging her feelings, I think it's really it's really huge. She deserves to have a voice, doesn't she? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So can you, after all the things that you've done, can you tell me which one, which one would be a core leg here? Um, I think it's between both my parents, like my stepdad, well, between three parents, my stepdad, my dad, and my my mom. Yeah. And I think they're yeah. between being... In a very strict environment with my stepdad, and then yeah. kind of like not being—I don't know—it wasn't okay to be myself. It wasn't okay to cry. It wasn't okay uh, when you thought it was okay. Being blamed for things, and then mom not doing anything about it, and then kind of saying, "Well, you're the problem." And then my real dad just stopped being there. So, so, uh, sorry. The real, the, your real dad pretty much like was absent from the from the was not present in the picture in your life, or. And that's the thing. I think in my mind he was present, and my desire for him to be present was really strong. But the reality of his presence wasn't strong. Okay. Like I think we saw him for a month in the summer, and then he would kind of call, like, on a birthday or Christmas. But, and then when I got older, when I was, like, in college, I reached out and tried to connect. And so, and they were, he was receptive to that, but I still feel like he didn't make a big effort to come see me. Um, It was always this kind of 
it was all in words. It's like when you were with them, they seemed like, oh, yeah, you know, embracing you. And But then at other times it would be weird. Like when I asked them to come and meet, when I got engaged, they made a point to come out here and meet Eric, my husband. But they acted very weird the whole time. They were very standoffish. And it felt kind of like we're not really her parents, so we're not going to. They felt like relatives, but not close. So I feel like I've gotten these mixed kind of, come here, but don't. Say that one last thing again. Uh, I get this mixed feeling of like, we're family, but we're not really family. Like, come be close, but don't be close. Right. Yeah. Yeah, almost like... Because when you you really wanted to establish that connection was like you're you were not really part of his family in a way. Yeah. He, he had he remarried, right? I had other Yeah, children. he moved off. He he lives like hours away. He didn't live in the state that we live in. That he traveled a bunch and but always lived at different states. And um, yeah, didn't stay around. So and yeah. I think I just wanted a dad so bad. And yeah. I would have taken it from my stepdad if he would have given it to me, but uh, I didn't get that from either of them. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, he, yeah, it seems like your dad was not very, emotionally he wasn't very available. My real dad or my, or my stepdad? Your, your, no, your stepdad, he was, he was, he was mean. He was just plain yeah. mean. Yeah. But your your real dad, that month that you had, that month that at time that you had with him, how was he then? Was he more present or? Well, it's funny because I feel like we would have when we were younger and we would go for the month. I mean, he would work most of that time. He wouldn't take off much of it, so we'd be with my stepmom and my stepsisters a lot, and we'd do stuff with them. So right. it didn't, you know, we do some things with him, but it just. I don't know. It was, it was more okay. like you were with your stepsisters and your stepmom in a way. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't exactly went, a visit with him. It was a visit with the whole family. Right. Yeah. And he wasn't very present either. He was just he continued doing his his schedule as oh, as usual. No, and I would act out there. Like I would act out more because I could. And sometimes uh-huh. I just think like. How could you leave your kids with some guy who, you know, mm. I don't know. Didn't you see something was wrong? Like, I don't know. Did you ever share with him that your stepdad was so hard? Um, I think later when I was older. And all he said was, well, you and your sister turned out okay, so. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so as you tell me all these <laughs> It sounds like that is one of the big legs because, in a way, it's like feeling like. Well, he left us, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, is there any particular memory? And I know that I don't know if you finished working on that memory when you broke your arm. Oh, I didn't. No, we didn't even get to the. The culprit, right? Yeah, the real issue. I told uh, Stefan later. I said it wasn't. It wasn't the. Um, 
breaking my arm and going up to my parents and part of like there's a couple of things within that memory. One was like when I went out. But wait, 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 before before oh, you you sorry. dive in, and no, 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 it's okay. No, no, you never have to apologize. But I'm curious. Does this feel like this is uh, almost? You were you were young. You were definitely younger than your your sisters. But how how old were you? I think I was around ten, like nine or ten. Okay. When it happened. Does this seem? Because it, it's. I wonder if it's um, one of those memories that is, in a way, representative of how the dynamic was when you were there. Yeah. Would yeah. Would this be a good memory to tackle in a good way? You think? Yeah, we could. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's actually give it check in and just uh, we're gonna we're gonna do it from a completely different place than when we did at the at the training. Okay. Um, and you know, as long as you, of course, you want to play along, but it's gonna we're gonna do it very very differently. Um, before this memory, do you have any other young memory with your dad, which was either challenging or difficult, or something happened that you were younger? Yeah, I think um, when I was younger, and I think he still lived in New York. There's like two things. One was I remember. I don't, I feel like I remember not, well, what I remember is I was, they had, um, they lived off in Long Island and there's on like a waterway. And so I remember being on a little dock and you know how they have those boat um, things you tie the boats up to, those metal things? Yes. So I, I remember climbing down over, I don't know why I did it, but <laughs> to try and hang off of it. And then hang wow. over the edge. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? No one's watching me. <laughs> what the heck? But you were actually hanging over that. the edge to the to the water. Yeah, like I didn't fall into the water, but I hang, I hung over a little bit. Like, oh my god, how old were you? I think I was young because they, when he still lived in Long Island. I, I mean, I was two when my mom remarried. So I was like three or four, maybe, probably oh my four. God, really? Yeah, I think so. And then I remember one time, uh, and I don't remember it happening. I don't know if I do remember it happening, or, but I came home and I had a gray tooth because while my dad was watching me, I was visiting him. I fell and I fell on my tooth, and it deadened the tooth. It was a baby tooth, luckily, but yeah, um, and it turned like kind of grayish. Oui. So, so again, kind of like, I don't know, are you paying attention? <laughs> he wasn't. Clearly he wasn't, and your yeah. stepmom wasn't either. His wife wasn't either. Oh, I, yeah, actually, I don't even know where she was, if she was even in the picture. I mean, I know he was with her, but I don't know if she was part of those visits when we were very young. So that that time in New York was that cause you're telling me, and it doesn't seem like there's much intense negative intensity that time that you hang over the the edge, slamming over. No, yeah, no, but just like doing stupid stuff like that, like yeah, like you would do you would do testing. things that it was know. dangerous and te- ah, so you were testing. Maybe yeah. I, I don't know if it was, te- it was testing or it was like. What what would happen if I did this? Like Yeah. Well I don't even know that I was looking. Yeah, I don't know. 
But the thing, okay, this is this is where the let's let's look at this as we're exploring a bit. Let's consider for a moment. So if mom remarried at two, and here you are three or four, you had already been living for a year or two with your stepdad, who was he was here. Yeah. To call it one thing, he was definitely strict, right? I'm scary. Yes, exactly. No, no stupid stuff or fooling around was allowed. Right. So, in a sense, I bet that you were saying, "Oh, that looks kind of like fun and weird, and maybe even you know, kind of risky to do." I wonder yeah. how my dad would react. But I want to try it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Of course, there was a part of it. It's like I want to try it, and then at the same time, it's like, "How is dad going to react?" But he almost. It's like the opposite. He was now. Was was your stepdad strict because this is the way it was? Was there any part that you feel like he had your safety, or was he was he raised, was he safety conscious, or it was more like things had to be done his way? Um, I think it was about control. I think it was about his. I don't. I don't know. You know what I mean? I think it's hard to say. I think he had. I know his dad was really mean to him. Okay. Um, would say not nice things to him, tell him he was ugly. Um, and he was the oldest of all his siblings and lived okay. with his mom. And he's definitely kind of OCD, too. He definitely needs things to be very clean. It's very funny about things like that. But I don't know if having, yeah, having the two kids, I don't know if it was like he just got angry so quickly. So I don't know if that's anxiety based. Well, uh, it sounds like there, you know the whole control issue is one. Yeah. And I think you know, he cares that, that... about us. But to be honest, I do think he cares about us. I just think he he didn't know. And I think I don't know how my mom also played it out with him. Like I don't know if she was like. More, like she never said, but it was kind of like, well, they're kind of my kids, and I'll take care of them, but I'll be married to you. I don't know if it was like that. But it's interesting because it seems like he was actually. I mean, if your mom would have set some boundaries, would he have been that mean? Yeah. Well, I don't think so. I, what? Or she would have gave him ultimatum. She would have chose us over him, right? Or he, she would have said, "Look, you know that's that's not the way you treat my children." But it sounds yeah. like he treated her that way as well, wasn't he? Like mean to he her? Did. Yeah, yeah. And her yeah. adult self. I mean, she tells me they met on a blind date, and she's like, "I knew he was the one right away." And so I don't know. It's just kind of like, well, you have to look past a lot. He <laughs> say that again. He what? She. Yes, she had to look past a lot, you know, as they were married to kind of... To really fall in love with him. (laughs) Or she just, you know, said, oh, I'm in love with him, so I guess I'll just deal with it. I can manage around it. That's what she does. She manages around it, so... She doesn't speak out to him. Okay. Very rarely. Like, so she doesn't have much of a voice either. Are they both still alive? Yes. Yeah. And they're still married, married, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, all my parents are still with the same people now. Yeah. Okay. And you you don't have much of a relationship with your stepmother, right? She was kind of my stepmother. I I did when I visited her. She's she's a mixed bag. I I think she's in a way I felt she was more motherly at times. Like I think she got me more than my own mom does. Um, I think she's more like can watch and be attuned to things, but at the same time, then she'd be really kind of weird. And she was very weird at my wedding. Um, I yeah. Um, I think that she felt very anxious about me seeing my mom again because she had had an mm. affair with my dad. But it's that was over th- over thirty years ago. So, well, her parents can do the same thing. My my. My, you know, Stefan's parents have been divorced and remarried with the same person for, I don't know, close to forty-five years. It's crazy, yeah. and and they still get that that mode, you know, of like being uncomfortable around each other. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Like I, you know, her. I feel like as I've gotten older and after the last couple of years, it's been a little bit harder. She's been really. Like before, she was kind of like, "Oh, you're all sisters and this and that." And then, you know, I didn't hear about my. I feel like I heard dribs and drabs. I hear about the, you know, one of the sisters got pregnant, and then, you know, and then her, she had the baby, but I found out through Facebook, and so then I just called and said, you know, well, I'm on Facebook all the time. It would be nice to be able to connect to you guys. And she just like, kind of chewed me out and was like. Your sister doesn't have time for that, and da da da, and like you know, and I was just like, fine, you know, mm. okay. So there <laughs> has been there has yeah, sounds like there has been more distance than yeah, and and I, and it's weird because I feel like I sometimes my some of my sisters will get mad at me and kind of be like, well, you never were at Thanksgiving, you know, and like I'm thinking, well, um, you know, and I'm not saying that my dad didn't invite me sometimes, but. They always lived far away, um, and I was always going to them mm-hmm. to visit. Like, it was very rare that they'd come here, and I was always the one calling them. I'm still the one yeah. who calls, mostly, if if, if someone's going to call. Yeah. So, I don't know. Now, how is your, your sister, is your, your your sister, but mom and dad, is she younger than you, or...? Um, for my original parents, she's older. She's two years older. And how does she, how, how is she, how has she been with the whole family and everything? Has she been a companion in these back and forth and everything? Or? She, she escaped. She's funny. We're very, it's so funny. I haven't realized it until we're much older, but she were very, we're, we're very close, but we're very different. I'm very emotional uh-huh. and more talkative and she's not emotional really. She's, um, and she, so she did. She went to grad school in England and met a man from Ireland and married him. And she lives in Ireland now with her three kids. Mm-hmm. So oh, she avoided wow. the wedding. She had her wedding over there, didn't invite any of us. And so she doesn't have to deal with it. Um, and she, she tends to, like, she doesn't feel attached to my real dad. Um, she she just kind of goes, like, he's missed out, you know. And then with my stepdad, too, she's kind of, she doesn't want as much or need the relationship as as yeah. I do. I feel like or have wanted it. 
But it sounds like, so what are you left with the whole family? Who, if you were to say that three of the major legs of this table is your, you know, your, your dad, your real dad, your stepdad, and your mom, between those three, who would you say that you carry the most intensity, angst, discomfort, you know? Most of the comforts like, my stepdad because of his yeah. anger. And then I would yeah. say my mom's next. Yeah. Yeah. Because in a way, he was a perpetrator, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So shall we tackle the first and worst memory that you have with him? What do you think? Well, I'm trying to think, you know, I have a couple of worst yeah. memories. I don't know if I have one worst memory with him. There's just, it's like a cluster of memories. Oh, yeah, right. You know, of a couple of intense moments. Um, I have two I definitely always think about. Okay. So, do you wanna you wanna tell me a little bit about it as you just tap through the points? Sure. Okay. Um, and before you tell me, as you're about to tell me, do you have any intensity at all? We're not doing any of those techniques, so don't worry about it. But I'm curious how intense this memory is when you um, write it. Yeah. Yeah. No one. I think I've worked on it some, so it's not a 10 as much now. I'd say it's an 8. Okay. Or, or like a 7. Like, I, I don't I don't feel traumatized by it, but it's just one of the scarier ones that I remember or that, that just seemed to have marked something for me. Okay. Like, highlight the feelings that I've always felt. Yeah. Somehow it just, it's one that it feels like it created a... Um, you're tapping, right? You're tapping to the point? Okay, now I am. <laughs> okay, good, yeah. Yeah, just from the moment that we start. That's like, so it, it sounds like um, it's one that somehow created a lot of beliefs about yourself, probably, and a lot about um, what was safe and what wasn't safe. Yeah. Okay. Want to tell me about it? Sure. Um, I'll tell you about one of them. Um, there's one where I just remember being home in my living room and or the dining room, I think, and my dad came home from work and that was always a tense time anyway because I feel like you never know what kind of mood he was going to be in. He always, first thing he did was make himself a martini. Um, and... So I think this was after all that, but he was looking for something in a drawer, like I, in like it was like a pen drawer or something, you know, one of those junk drawers that we have. Yeah. And he couldn't find it, and he starts yelling at my mom, you know, saying her name, and he takes the drawer and he dumps it out on the ground. Um, you know, he's angry; he can't find whatever it is he was looking for, and then he tells her to clean it up. Tell her to clean it. He tells her yeah. to clean it up. Yeah, yeah, and everything. The entire. I mean, I don't want to. But like, so how he would be? He'd be like, you know, Michelle, Michelle, you know, can't find anything here. And it was always like, you know, kind of like you're an idiot. Why is it such a mess? And you know, you know, clean this up. You know, and yeah. so he'd be more yelling than I am. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then I didn't know. And then I just felt like in that moment I felt annoyed because I felt scared. And I felt annoyed. I was like, because I knew, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Why are you making a bigger mess, if you, you know, just because you can't find something? Yeah. You know, why are you, why are you, did you, were you, did you feel like saying that? But you didn't say, you didn't say it. Oh, no, I, I know. There's no way I would have said anything, like, in that moment. Because he gets so, like, he's a redhead, and he's got fair mm-hmm. skin. And uh-huh. you just tell, like, he would get so red and intense. You could just feel it coming off of him, the anger. Yeah. It just felt very threatening and not safe, and there's no way I would have said anything. Yeah. I might I might have even said something, but it was more kind of like, you know, I might have said, like, why, do you, why are you doing that? Or, you know, um, I think I might have said something, how, but it never would make old, any difference. How old were you? Do you remember was, how old you were? I was older. I think? I think I was like 12. Oh. 12 or 13, yeah. So it wasn't... But it was just so, it just okay. felt like one of those, like, bad but movies. But these were going to do, look, say it again. Let's, let's do something, okay? Because I want to, and right now, as you're telling me, have you been tapping through the points as you told me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does it still feel like the intense, how intense does it feel? That's, it's interesting. I think and, it yeah. feels scary. Like, the fear of it feels scary. Thinking okay. about his, his anger. When I think about his anger in that moment, that's what scares me. Okay. And it, it's still, like, at an age, you think? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I want you to, as you continue tapping to the points, just pick one point. Maybe you just tap in the karateo point. And I want you to take a deep breath. Blow it out. Another one. And allow yourself to see that scene. So you can close your eyes if you want to. Especially I want you to see yourself. Were you right there when these happened or were you in a different yeah. room? You were think. right there. Okay. I think I was probably trying to Help out somehow. To help find, help him find, or help him. Yeah, just help the situation so he wouldn't get mad. Okay. And can you see yourself really clearly? Mhm. Okay. So we're gonna do something that we've done a tiniest bit before, but I want you to. As if this were a movie, I want you to actually play the pause button in a way that dad, you know, the stepdad is frozen. He's there, he's looking through the drawer at this point. Is that what he's doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. But this version of you, this 12-year-old, were you always Aaron, or did you have a nickname when you were younger? Yeah. Uh, Aaron? Aaron. Okay. So this young Erin, this part of you, is right there, and she's she's probably pretty freaked out, isn't she? She's what? She's probably pretty freaked out, really scared. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. I want you to actually step as the adult self that you are today into that picture. And remember that your stepdad is frozen, so he cannot do anything at all. 
Can you actually get into that picture? Yeah, but I'm scared. <laughs> You're gonna be frozen. Right. I'm so scared. You're scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Do you see that he's completely frozen? He can. He doesn't even see you. Okay. He cannot see you. He's just doing his thing. He can. There's no way he can do anything to you. Okay. So this is what we're gonna do because I can see that you're like really like whoa. Why would you want me to do that, right? Okay, let's tap together. Take a breath, tap with me on the choral point until I tell you. And repeat after me. If at any point I say something that doesn't resonate, just change it or use your own words. Even though it's really scary to step into that into that scene. Even though it's really scary to step into that scene. And I I actually don't want to do it. I actually don't want to do it. It's bad enough to actually see you know watch the memory again. It's it's bad enough to watch the memory again. I don't I I don't like this idea of stepping into that into that into that memory. I don't like the idea of stepping into that memory. It doesn't feel safe. Yeah, it doesn't feel safe exactly. Take a deep breath. No how. I would really love to help that younger version of me. Is that true? Yes. Yes, that's yeah. true. I would like to really help that younger version of me. Even though it's really scary to step into this memory. Even though it's really scary to step into this memory. And that is just really odd today. And dad is just really angry today. It's really not safe to be around him. It's really not safe to be around him. Take a deep breath and blow it out. And deeply and profoundly would love to find the courage. I deeply and profoundly would love to, what was that? Find the courage. Oh, find the courage. To fully be myself. To truly be myself. Owning all of my feelings. Owning all of my feelings. Including the fear. Including the fear. Nothing to the point. Fear has been a really strong, you know, fear has been a very strong feeling in my body. Fear has been a very strong feeling in my body. And it actually has kept me pretty safe. And it has actually kept me pretty safe. So we're tapping through the points at your rhythm, right? Yeah. Would it be better if I tell you next point, next point? Would that help? Um, no, that's okay. I just was on the cry job because I wasn't sure if you wanted me to move on or not. Yeah, let's, let's just move on and we're tapping through the points, yeah. So fear has been my alarm system. Fear has been my alarm system. And it has actually allowed me to really pay attention that's actually allowed me to really pay attention. With my stepdad, it was crucial that I, pay, that I paid attention. With my stepdad, it was crucial that I paid attention. Because I could get in trouble for doing nothing. I could get in trouble for doing nothing. So I developed an antenna. I developed an antenna. A slight, a slight hypervigilance. Is that true, Erin? Yes, definitely true. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely have developed hypervigilance. To stay safe. To stay safe. 
because it it was extremely scary. What was that? Sorry. It was extremely scary to be around him. Yes, it was extremely scary to be around him. Very intense. So I'm grateful to my fear. I'm grateful to my fear. Because it allowed me to survive. It allowed me to survive. It was like uh, my my thermometer. I I had to pay attention. It was my thermometer. I had to pay attention. It was my alarm system. It was my alarm system. And it kept me safe. It kept me safe. But to this day, I still carry a lot of fear in me. To this day, I carry a lot of fear in me. And maybe it has, time, it has come time to process and release the unnecessary fear. And maybe it's time to process um, and let go of this necessary fear. Yeah. The fear that I no longer need. Fear that I no longer need. I can just be myself and express my truth. I can just be myself and express my truth. I take a deep breath. And let it go. Does it still feel very scary to go into that scene? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And how how intense is it? It's just totally fine. And this year is how intense is it? I think it feels it feels the same, but it's good to talk about it. Yeah, of course. What what else is coming up? What is there something? It's like it's really scary, but you're almost like keeping the fear at bay. Are you really feeling it in your body? I feel like I'm. I am, and I feel well. Yes, and I mean, I feel some of it. I don't know if I'm allowing all of it. Yeah. And I think I'm also thinking at the same time, like maybe I'm I'm over focusing to not over focusing, but like also kind of forward thinking of like. I want to have a voice. Like, I like that feeling, thinking about that's a good thought for me. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, so, okay, just continue tapping as we talk. Just tapping through the points. Any point of story, okay? Just, you know, keep on tapping. So what you're saying is that you really like the idea of having a voice, but my guess is that there's still a fear attached to that. Yeah, and I feel like... It feels really scary to say what I want. Like, I don't feel like I'm allowed to. Like, I feel like... Yeah. It yeah. won't be okay. Tell me. It feels really yeah. scary to say what you want or what you need. Yeah, it won't be okay. Like, I won't, or, or I'll... Not even that people get mad at me, but, like, they'll just say no, like, and... Yeah, say no. You can't have what you want. Right. So this is this is a tool. This is a okay. So are you are you, are you tapping? Yep. <laughs> Wonderful. Because one of the pieces are in that I wanna and the reason that I'm gonna share these with you, and I'm gonna this message is both for your mind, but also I want you to to get in touch with, like, your belly, because where do you feel in your body that fear? Um, I feel it, yeah, like, in the top of my belly. 
Yeah. And uh, probably cross my chest too a little bit. Yeah. Almost like your solar plexus area and chest. Yeah. Yeah. And the intensity right there, is it tension? Is it, what does it feel like? Um, like a fight or flight kind of feeling. You know, right. like, a, like, like, a, like pressure and, uh, but can you describe it in, in terms of like, is it, does it feel like pressure or tension or a squeezing or a stabbing? No, it's not. It's, it's, I, it's almost like I want to jump out of my own skin, like, oh, okay. like I just want to flee, like I want to get out of here. Okay. Okay. Okay, so let's tap through the points together. Top of your head. Breathe. Beginning of your eyebrow, side of your eye, under your eye, under your nose, and in your chin. Collarbone, just keep on tapping. I just want to flee. I just want to flee. I want to get out of here. I want to get out of here. I don't know if this is a good idea. I don't know if this is going to be. What's happening? I just remember, like, at least one time I wanted to run, I wanted to run away. Yeah. From home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old were you? Um, I was like probably like fifteen, maybe sixteen. I was probably yeah. sixteen actually. And it's this kind of feeling, right? Like just wanting to run away. Right. I remember just being at the door and kinda of like calling a friend and saying I wanted to run away, but just like where the heck was I gonna go? And then he just just desisted. But I I just want to run away, right? The same feeling coming back. I want to I want to just escape all of these. I want to escape all of them because it's so uncomfortable in my own body. It's like I'm walking on eggshells every day. Yeah. Something can go really bad at any moment. Yeah, it, can, it could go really bad at any moment. Just to know and what I you're feel, gonna... yeah. And to this day, sometimes I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. And to this day, well, I don't know if I feel that now. I, I think I feel um, in certain situations. Uh I think it's more I feel voiceless. I think that's that's I'm more stuck there mm-hmm. than being yeah. afraid of people. Because I think I've done a good job of creating a safe place for me and being around safe people. Right. And not being near my family. <laughs> so I think it's more, but I'm just too afraid to. I don't have permission to ask for what I want. Are you tapping? No. <laughs> oh, God, I did. I, it's amazing. I don't know oh, if I can tell, but I. 
talking space. without talking without having will not make you not change it. So we have to go with these. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Okay. No, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think sometimes, so I stop tapping when I'm trying to. Yeah. Think. So so instead of instead of thinking or yeah I know because I said something that so what you carry okay so let's do this tapping through the points I see myself there. I see myself there. Yeah. As a young child. Oh, as a young child. Trying to, trying to survive. Trying to survive. Trying to escape all the the fear. Trying to escape all the fear. And I just had no idea how to do it. Just had no idea how to do it. It was so scary. It was so scary. I was so afraid. I was so afraid. That one of the things that I learned was to be quiet. That one of the things that I learned was to be quiet. Do not ask for what I wanted. Do not ask for what I wanted. Do not say what I thought. Do not say what I thought. Because it was dangerous. Because it was dangerous. And there was a part of me that knew that most likely I was not going to get it anyway. And there was a part of me that knew that I wasn't going to get it anyway. Or I might get it. Yeah, go ahead. Or my what? What's that? And you may get punished on top of it, or yeah, it would get punished, or who knows, maybe it gets slapped. I don't know. Yeah, the potential for danger was so great that I decided to just shut down my voice. The potential to get hurt was so great that I just I had to, I had to shut down my voice. There was actually no way that I could express my needs. There is no way to express my needs. When I did, nobody listened anyway. Exactly. Yeah. What was the point? Take a breath and keep on tapping through the points. Breathe it out. Breathe again. And that I still carry that to this day. I still carry that to this day. I don't... I have a hard time expressing my needs. I have a hard time expressing my needs. I have a hard time sharing my thoughts. I have a hard time sharing my thoughts. Because I don't know how people are going to react. Because I don't know how people are going to react. And then and then I may not get what I need anyway. I may not get what I need anyway. Sometimes I do express what express myself, but I do it in a way that is not okay. Or what? What would you say? So sometimes you do I, express. Yeah. Yeah, I express myself. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes I don't use the right anger. I, sometimes you don't use the right the right anger. You said. Yeah. 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 It's like you're you're stuffing it and stuffing it and stuffing it until you explode. I think I I stuff the things I should say and I get angry 
and the areas I don't need to get angry about. The ang- there's no point for an anger. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I feel talking? like words. Are, I don't know. I just feel like words are stuck in my throat. Like I feel like I do feel like an ache near my throat. Yes. Okay. So tapping through the points, there's something that I want to say, and I'm not saying it even right now. There's something that I want to say, and I can't say it even right now. Yeah. And I can actually feel it in my throat. I feel it in my throat. And then it goes away because it's... I think, like you said before, it's like I'm not... I'm not angry. I'm I'm not allowed to have all the anger out. I'm not allowed to... I don't know. What if you say, I'm still angry for everything that happened? I'm still angry for everything that happened. I am. And I am angry for things that are happening today in my life. I'm angry for things that are happening today in my life. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm finding a hard time sharing those from a good place. I'm having a hard time sharing those from a good place. Does it get stuck in my throat? It gets stuck in my throat or it, it sometimes it's just a feeling like I don't even feel angry right now. I feel like it just evaporates. It's like slips away from me and and it's like, nope, you're not gonna process that. You're not gonna you're not gonna deal with that. Because I don't, because I sabotage myself. Okay. And it, so this, there's this, okay, I want you to just step in one place so you can actually go more inwards, okay? Take a deep breath and get in touch with that part of you. We're going to take another five minutes. Get in touch with that part of you that sometimes sabotages yourself, that doesn't express, that it's just like, you know, don't say it. Just don't say it. Can you get in touch with that part? I'm not sure I know where it is, to be honest. Okay. So take a deep breath and just read it out. You can stop tapping and just notice how you're feeling in your body right now. I don't know, like, I I don't know, I feel like I poofed, like I kind of, okay, can you describe this a little more? Like, I don't know, I was thinking of feeling things before, and now it's just like, no. Now, does it feel like the feelings have dissipated and they're not as present? Yeah, the feelings have disappeared, and I feel like I'm creating a situation now with you in this right moment to make it like I'm, and this is my, I think this is 
part of my stupid dynamic is that I will be very revealing and then I will pull away. And then okay. I'm gonna look, and then I feel like I'm being a jerk right now. Mm, okay. Uh, hey, tap tap into your karate choke point with me, okay? Even though there's a part of me that feels like I'm being a jerk right now. Even though there's a part of me that feels like I'm being a jerk right now. Because I'm scared and I'm creating a weird dynamic. I'm scared of creating a weird dynamic. Take a breath. Blow it out. I would love to forgive myself. I'd love to forgive myself. Because this is scary. This is scary. And it's not easy for me to fully trust. It's not easy for me to fully trust. Yeah. Even though I'm creating evasive, distractive strategies to avoid. Even though I'm doing all that stuff you just said. (laughs) Evasive. Evasive things. Yeah. And even though I'm trying to avoid going back. And even though I'm trying to avoid going back and avoid feelings. Yeah. Because the feelings the are too I, intense. Yeah, go ahead. Well, the ones I don't think I don't want to feel or I'm afraid of. Yeah. And I, and I feel... Go ahead. I don't know. I just don't know how to get there. Right. But you're there right now, aren't you? I am, but I'm not. Like, I feel like this is my problem. That's okay. Okay. So take a deep breath. I honor my feelings. I honor my feelings. And I would like to be patient with myself. I have to be patient with myself. Even though it has taken me a very long time to build these walls. It's going to take me a very long time to put walls. And they have kept me safe. And they have kept me safe. And I don't want to just let go of them. I don't want to just let go of them. I am not ready. I want want to be ready, but I'm not. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to not be ready. Yeah, and I'm frustrated. I am frustrated. Yeah. I want to get over these shit. Sorry. I do want to get over this shit. Yeah. Take a breath. There's a part of me that is so scared that it's not totally ready. There's a part of me that's scared and not totally ready. And I'm scared of what that voice is inside me that's stuck. I'm afraid of... I'm afraid of it. It's too much. Yeah. Okay, tapping through the points. That voice inside of me is too scary and it could be too much. That voice inside of me is too scary and it could be too much. And I I don't like the idea of feeling all those feelings again. I don't like the idea of feeling all those feelings again. And I actually learned to distract myself very well. And I 
I know how to distract myself very well. Yeah, and my life is actually pretty good. And my life is actually very good. So why do I want to, like, torture myself this way? So why do I want to torture myself this way? Or I'm just, I think I'm just afraid it's, it's not, I'm poofing again, but I feel like anytime I get near it, it feels like it moves. It yes, okay, good, 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 great, that's great. Okay, so this is what I hear. Are you tapping through the point with me? Yeah. Wonderful. There's this little tiny creature. I want you to see it. I want you to see it. Yeah, it's a little animal. Tell me what animal it is. It's very squirrely. It's very like like a squirrel or a little mouse. It's yeah, very very like a small. Mouse. Mole, like yeah, a mole. like a mole. Yeah, and it hides. Yeah, and I, now I see it, and now I don't. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, bitch. It's a, yeah, yeah. I want to catch it, and I want to actually help it, but it's not letting me. I want to catch it and help it. I was going to say I want to catch it and smush it, but I guess I want to help it. <laughs> I just want to kill the damn thing. You want to do what? With it? You want to take the damn thing? <laughs> but I guess what you do is probably a better way to go about it. Yeah, but right now it's like, you. Want, what, is it, what did you say? Do you want to kick the thing? Or what did you I just want to smush it, like, you know, like, kill it. Just get rid of it. Yeah. Is this part of me that is so scared that it's trying to escape constantly, even from myself? Absolutely. Even from myself. Do you see that? Yeah. Yeah. It's just so tiny and so scared. Are and of scared? course it's running away because you want to smush the thing. <laughs> Why would it want to stay around? It's ugly. What's that? It's ugly. It's ugly. It's ugly. It's ugly and it's and it's uh it's also it sounds like it's pretty weak, isn't it? It's not a very strong animal. No, it's not. But it's fast and it's quick, you know, it's it's, squirrely or whatever you want to yeah, yeah, like it gets it gets away very easily. It does, yeah. Well, the only tactic that it has to survive is to avoid, right? Is to escape yeah. constantly. Yeah. yeah, it's just getting away from me constantly. Yeah, it's getting away from me constantly. Are you still feeling like you want to squash it? Um, probably both. Um. I don't know if I want to squash it, but it's it's kind of ugly. <laughs> it's kind of ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like okay. looking at it because it makes me it repulses me. Uh huh. It's it's yeah. Okay. It's it's ugly and repulsive. Are you still tapping with me? Yeah. Okay. I actually don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I'm glad that it's escaping. <laughs> I'm glad it's escaping. I don't want to have to look at it. Yeah, if I were like him, I would. I would hide too. Find me the thing exactly. I would hide. But there's a part of me that 
like any little creature, you don't want to destroy it. Are you yeah, sure? Yeah. You want to some kind of towards it. Yeah. But it's scary because it moves too quickly and it, it's unpredictable. It's unpredictable, yeah. Now, is this creature, that it, is, is it still really ugly? Yeah, I mean, it's still... It's like... It, to me, this is like a big ball of black fuzziness. Yeah. And is it... What would you say it is? Is it scared? It's scared, or is there other other emotions in this, in this little creature? When I see it? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. What is what's in, what is uh, why is it that he's escaping so much? Is it because he's afraid? Yeah. No, it's afraid. I think it's afraid. Yeah. It's afraid that what could happen. What if yeah. you if you sense what is what is this little creature afraid of? What is what is it afraid of? Well, what are you gonna do with it? Hmm. What am I going to do with it, or what are you going to do with it? Probably both. Well, maybe more what you're going to do with it. Ah, it's concerned of what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to find... I, I can do all kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? What would you like to do with it? Uh, maybe we'll put it in a little uh, hamster cage and... Keep it in one small place. Yeah, keep it safe. And could you could you make a little cozy corner for it so it feels cozy and safe and comfortable? Mm-hmm. Or that's too too good to be for for this little ugly creature. No, I think I think that's okay for the creature. Yeah. I don't know if I want it in my room with me, but we'll put it in another room. You want to put it in a, di- in a different room? You're still tapping with me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it still really, really scared? So now let's see. Let's see. Try. Put it in a cage. Can you put it in a nice cage? Yeah, it's okay. It's a nice cage. It's got little, like, Hamster wheel or whatever, and now, how does it feel in there? Hmm? How does it feel in there? I think it feels safe. It feels cozy for him. Okay, and it's a boy. Is it a boy? I guess it's a boy. <laughs> it's a boy. Shall we give it a name to these these little creature? Uh. Uh, Harry. Harry, of course, because it's Harry, you said. <laughs> it's better than dark. <laughs> yeah. But Harry, is Harry, is he still really ugly? No. No. He's getting a little cuter? Yeah. Yeah. When if you want to sense what he needs, is there something that he needs or wants from you? Question. 
He probably doesn't want me to smush him. Okay. He probably... What he wants, I don't... I don't say I don't want, but he wants me probably to spend more time with him. But I don't like that Mm. idea. (laughs) You don't like the idea of spending time with him? No, because he kind of gives me the willies, like... He's he's unpredictable. I don't trust him. Uh huh. So what is your concern? What is it that he could do that is like scary can, for you? I'm sorry. Uh, he could bite me. Um, oh, he could bite you. I see. Huh. So, like he's. I'm guessing he's feeling a little lonely on that cage by himself. Yeah, probably. Would you be willing to give him a little companion? Yeah, I would give him a companion. Another, another one. Now, is that something that he wants or not really? Maybe check in with him. I think he wants it. He wants it. He does? Okay. So, go ahead and see that there's another creature there. I'm going to give him a white puffball. What's that? I'm going to give him a white one. A little white one. Okay. Okay. One second. I'll be right back. Getting a little cold. I was... (laughs) I need to put some clothes on. Some some warm clothes. Temperature change, yeah. So, how is... How is uh, how do you feel towards him now? Just still kind of like you want nothing to do with him, or is it a little better? Not nothing, but I think I just feel wary. Wary that he could. Yeah, I just feel like that with him. I don't. Yeah, you don't trust him. No, he's he's if he's all that negative stuff, then right, right. Have you ever had a pet? Oh yeah, yeah. We have we have a cat right now. We've had hamsters. And, and uh, are they? Do you like the hamsters, or are they too unpredictable eh. and scary? Yeah. The hamsters are not fun. Like you can't play with them. They enjoy just try and run away and hide. Yeah. No, we love the cats that work. We're trying to actually find a cat right a kitten right now for him, a companion. Now, these little creature, these hairy, is he feeling a little better than he has like a white companion over there? Yeah, I think he he feels better. Okay. He does seem a little he, less. He does scary. feel a little what? A little He feels a little less scary with something. Like okay. Someone else well, there. One of the pieces that has happened is that see he is the one. I know you really have you have a fabulous marriage and you you have a great a great man and great kids. You have good friends, and um, and yet he is the one that is hold, holding your feelings. Right, and he's the one that 
Um, it's a little unpredictable. He's very scared. There's a lot that happened to him. And he has felt very alone and unprotected. So he's, is he okay with being in that cage? Does he, does he feel safe? Is, is that a good place for him? I know that you like him there because you can see him. But is it okay for him as well? I don't know. What's the sense that you get? Uh, part of it is he does feel safe because he's protected. Right. But it's not a big space. Okay. Can you make it bigger? Yeah. Yeah, I can make it bigger. Right. Just make it, make it, make it big, and also there's something that I'm curious if he still, if he feels safe because he's in the cage, but he's also exposed. So could you make this cage in a way that you know where it is and yet it's in a place that cannot be easily found by anybody but you? you I'm curious if he would feel even safer if you put him, you know, this is a safe space for him, but at the same time it's like kind of flushed or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So if somebody were to... You know, if one of the cats or another animal wanted to come and hurt him, they cannot find him, so he's safe. Yeah. So can you imagine being in a in a in a cage and and feeling like at any moment um, somebody could see you and attack you without you know even if they cannot get to you, which is interesting because you know what? Now that I realize with your your stepfather, he was a little bit like that. I mean. He felt like you were in this cage that was the house. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that uh, even though you were in a, in a place that was supposedly safe, uh, he could find you. Yeah. So, okay. Take a deep breath. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How is the whole feeling stupid because you're coming and going and hiding? And I think I think just that comment about the house is true. I think when I think about all the times, all the things that are always at my house where I grew up. Yeah. Yeah. That it was supposed it was supposed to be a like a safe place, right? You had you got a house, you had food, you had things, and yet it was not a safe place. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So creating a camouflage for him is like, okay, what if you were to create a space for these for Harry where he is really safe? Why would that, where, you know, he he feels so safe that there's absolutely no need for him to ever bite or escape? What would that look like? Can you think of something or imagine something like that? Yeah, I think so. 
What does that look? What does that look like? It looks more like a jungle. Like mm, yeah, like yeah. There's places to hide, like there's trees to camouflage and different levels. Ground and, and tell high. me, tell me why is this a safe place? And you know they cannot see him, but if they were to, you know, is he like? Well, because free, they don't or? know he's there, maybe. Okay. Like I'm the one who knows who's there. Okay. So there's going to be a guardian, right? So there's nobody there, and there's could we put somebody to guard this space? So almost like um, I don't know. I'm, for some reason, I'm thinking of a magical realm where um, there's either a giant of some sort that is overseeing that if any danger came would actually give a warning. How would that be? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. And he can have his white, his white companion and you can visit if you want to or not, but you know where he is. Yeah. Yeah. How does it, how does it feel? That feels okay. Yeah? I know you're going to play hide and seek with me, but you know that I'll find you. Uh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> well, yeah, you could try. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to give you a good chance. <laughs> give me, give me a hint. Huh. And this, yeah. So, so I'm curious. See how this is. This is what it's like. It's like you have spent. Um, so many years finding different defenses and different ways of being and, and being safe that it's not easy to let them go. No, it's not. No, and, and I think I'm going to test you. I'm totally going to test you to see if you're worthy of my stories. Not my stories, but I think that pain yeah, can I can I really handle them? Am I that really invested in in you? Are you you know? Can you really trust me? Right. And I think I do. I know I do on definitely a level. But I think as you know, now we're starting. It's like, well, nope, there it is again. That I'm gonna avoid two things that are gonna make it hard to get at. That, and that, it's okay with me. It's totally okay with me. I think that. The other piece is, um, I think there's two pieces. One is um, testing me because my my guess is that you have tried to a degree doing this before, and um, and I could, you know, I could see like, oh, you know what, you you're good, you know, you have a good life. What like what what is what's what's really the problem? You can actually even prove to me that there's no need, there's no need for these. Right, and there's a part of you that is a little girl that we haven't even, you know, that is in in this moment represented by this this fairy in you that um, that almost made a vow to not trust because she never really got what she wanted. 
and she never got um, she never got consistency. She didn't have uh, anybody super reliable in her life. And I'm going to say something that, in, you know, from what I'm standing, seems true. You have you haven't even been reliable for her. No, no, I haven't. You have you have abandoned her many times. So yeah. why would she even let me anywhere close? You know, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. It really makes a lot of sense. I agree. And and I think it's very important to you know to be a little patient and know that this is this is the path that you need to walk. And the people that really care about you, like your husband and the and people in your life and me, um, we need to prove that we're going to stick around, that we're going to really, you know, we're, we're here. That's why I have to tell you, my, my coach um, tells me, like, why why are you, why do you call your clients? Because, you know, until recently I, I always called and I merged the calls for the, for the recording. And I said, because I think it's so important. I mean, uh, and I manage my time and I call, you know, right on the hour I am there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's huge. I have a client um, last week that said, you have no idea. I, I called her and she was cracking up and I said, that's funny, tell me. And she's like, every time that we have an appointment, I, I'm totally convinced that you're not going to call. Mm. That you're just not going to call. And when you call, right, not only you call, but you call, if I said 1.30, 1.30, you know, chimes and you call. Mm. And it's, just, it's amazing how when we have not had that in our lives, the power of that consistency So, you don't want to squash Harry anymore. Are you willing? Are you willing to feed him? Yeah, I'll take care of him. Okay. And and he's feeling safe. And this is this is the part of you know all your your feelings that are there. And I'm curious what what will happen this week. What yeah, would you like to do for him or with him? What would be helpful? Um, I think just to be mindful of him. Yeah. I think feeding him actually is a good thing because that's like you're not letting him die. You're taking care of him. Yes. Yeah. So I think that'll be a struggle in itself. So. <laughs> to feed him? Yeah, uh-huh. to not avoid him. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. And also, as you don't avoid him, just you can just say hi. If you you know, you're like, notice what is going on, and uh, and just honor if he's feeling scared or if he's feeling sad or if he's what is happening. I think that he's being by himself and trying to survive for so long that he he doesn't. He hasn't had much time to really slow down and, you know, enjoy much. Yeah. So. This is the way that, what I recommend the most this week. 
just like feed Harry and and watch him. Watch him be there. And maybe you can even let him know that you do care about him at some point. You're not going to squash him anymore. You want to squash the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, how are you doing? Good. Okay. Good. And is it okay to take your time? Is it okay to what? To take your time to trust me and to open up and to be able to do to do what you want to do when you're ready. Is that okay? Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah, I think I worry. Yeah. What do you worry about? You'll get uh, tired of me or if I don't move. Oh, okay. Would you get tired of you if you don't move? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Well. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. But not, what I'm going to recommend is that notice what happens this week and what, you know, notice what dreams you might have, notice how you're feeling, and just just be more aware. What I would recommend is um, there's a journal that I do, and I'm going to invite you to do the same. And you just notice what comes up, okay? Because it's about being more connected with Harry and all of the different feelings that he holds. So I do three things in the morning. Did I share these at the workshop or at any point with you? Okay. I don't want to be re- Yeah, did I tell you about these, my little journaling? This is like two minutes. Actually, I don't think you did, no. Okay. So I have, I have a, my journal, my little book. And I actually, <laughs> you'll be, because of how my life is and everything, I keep it in the bathroom. <laughs> so first thing in the, in the morning, what I do is actually, you know, I have to go pee, and I just open my, my journal. And that's how long it takes. It takes about two minutes. And, and I write three things. And I would invite you to actually do the same so you can write these. The first thing is M for miracle. What is a small or big miracle that happened the previous day? Okay. So one miracle, and it could be anything at all, you know, anything. Um, the second one is what something you're grateful for. And write two or three things very specific about, you know, being, let's say that you're grateful for your husband, then you're going to write, I'm grateful that, you know, my husband just hugs me, you know, first thing in the morning. I'm just making this up, of course. And I'm grateful that, you know, he's so supportive of me by, by doing this, by, I don't know, preparing a meal or, you know, inviting me to dinner, just specific things. And the third thing is what would make, the third thing would be what would make this one thing that would make this thing, this day great. Okay. And the idea for this exercise is to be more in touch with the different emotions that are present. And just, you know, noticing. If there's something else that comes up, of course, you just write it down. But that's the idea. Okay. And feel free to write to me if anything comes up. You can, you know, take a photo of it and send it to me if there's something that you want to share that you've written. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Sounds good? Yep, that sounds very good. 
good. It's a good beginning. Beginnings are not always easy. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I know. Thank you. You're very welcome, Mary. I send you a big hug and take very good care, okay? Thank you. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.